Why are you damning the liveness? I I don't know. I, I don't know. It, it, are, are you starting already? Oh, <laughs> a week away and you're going to start like this. A week away from what? From my magnificence. We didn't do this last week. Oh, a week removed, not a week away. A week away is next week. Okay, a week removed. You dummy. <laughs> you dummy. You dumb. <laughs> I didn't know what to do without my sidekick. Sidekick? <laughs> <laughs> Fuck you! <laughs> I think we need to make shirts. Yep. <laughs> I think we need to make shirts. Uh, so what's going on, man? How, how you been? Oh, it was a wonderful... I was on vacation for a week. That's good. I had I had a good time, mostly. Renfair happened. It was rainy, but we made the most of it. Yeah. Um, I got the porch steps fixed. I had to go to Walmart. Uh-oh. No, it's okay. It's okay. The kid needed shoes. His shoes fell off. <laughs> oh, he needed shoes. So, yeah. So we. it's like pretty much the only place to get shoes around this area is Walmart. I didn't feel like going to Allentown. And, right. Fine. So we went to Walmart. One pair of shoes in his size that didn't light up and have go gimmicky. <laughs> yeah. So got the shoes. As soon as we paid for them, sat down on the bench by the bathroom, took off his old shoes, put on his new ones, took the tags off, walked out the fucking door. I ain't showing you any goddamn receipts. Nice. <laughs> nice. And I even said, have a nice day to the guy checking receipts. Yeah. Nice. I was up there a couple of days ago. I had to stop and get uh, stuff to change oil in the car. and mm. uh, It's a shit show. Oh, yeah. I just actually had that done, too. You know how? You remember how two years ago, as strange as it sounds, that the crackhead in the Walmart parking lot hit me in the front end? Yeah. Well, they busted the condenser. Yeah, so I took it in to get the AC fixed. Uh-huh. And <laughs> they, they, they said, um, you know... About the uh, front end being damaged, and I said, "Yeah, I got hit in the parking lot." I was like, "No, you know, you can see it's not much of a big deal." Yeah, they hit me perfectly, so it cracked the bracket, busted the condenser, so I had to get all that replaced. It took a all week to do it, but it got done. Yeah, uh, you know, and um, now, oh, it's so nice to be driving around in the coolness. I'm so happy. Yeah, it it, it is nice. Oh man, you so. Since we don't have a visual component yet, um, everybody should see you right now. <laughs> you go from looking like a low-rent Jack Sparrow uh, yes, to a Bible salesman. Yes. Yep, the rent fair is over, and I shaved the mustache, I shaved the goatee, and I, and I went for a haircut. That was a fun one. That was an absolute... I, I went into the hairdresser, and she says, what are we doing, just to trim? I said, no, cut it all off. And she, I got two are you sures. Yeah. Before she actually would start cutting. And and after the first cut, she said, okay, no turning back. I said, fine, whatever. There was so much hair on the floor, I gave a huge tip because I felt terrible. for What for you should have done, you should have seen about donating it all the locks of love. No, no, my hair is not, not that good for locks of love. It wasn't that long. Well, that, it looked long, but it wasn't that long. Well, that's true. Plus, it's a lot of gray. Damn you! What? Some people like the gray. It's called it's called distinction. No distinguished movement. It's called you're old. You old? Yeah, uh, slightly, slightly old. We'll, we'll, we'll go with experienced. 
distinction in women's instance. Uh, okay. What's in the box? Oh, well, I got the munch pack the week we were off. And, uh-huh. and this is all that's left. <laughs> but there was two really great things that there was no way. we. Everybody agreed at the house, oh, this you're taking in. So we got uh, these, the Blissy 2.0. Blissy 2.0. Yes. Gluten-free. Yeah, salsa. Salsa. Yeah, no one else would eat them in the house. Salsa-flavored corn snack. Oh, there they are. They are from Israel. Ooh, Israeli corn snacks. Uh, Savory, crunchy store snacks with a heat and pack of fiery salsa-flavored punch. Mmm. Salsa. Yes. And then the other ones are from China. Okay, these are... Cha-cha potato crackers. Cha-cha potato crackers. Scallion flavor. I'm interested in that. I figure you might like them, but that's why I I couldn't decide which one to bring. Let's try the salsa chips first. Salsa. My my salsa. Wow, you didn't need a freaking hedge trimmer to open it. (laughs) Holy shit. The Israelis did something good. Wow, that's a a weird looking chip. That's all right. Spicy, my ass. Well, maybe you got to eat more than one and like actually chew the damn thing. I mean, Christ. (laughs) Maybe it's just spicy to them. I don't know. It's, that, it's not that. It's just as spicy as a Frito, really. Yeah. A, a Frito with a little bit of ting to it. Yeah. Not bad. That's good, though. Not bad. Mm. Hang on. I need a drink. Oh, see? Not too so spicy, huh? You're sweating, aren't you? No. Okay, I'm just... The hell's wrong with you? So, yeah, I we went to Knoebels, too, on the vacation, and huh. we got enough tokens that I was able to turn in and get a the fan cave light-up, blinking Dallas football helmet. Why? What do you mean, why? 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 Because it's awesome. No, it's not. Yes, it is. No, it's not. <laughs> it blinks. But it's the Cowboys. Yes, they had Cowboys, Steelers, and Eagles. That's got to tell you something. They're going to have Pennsylvania teams, but we know we got to have America's too. I didn't get a vote. It's not valid. <laughs> it's not valid. Yeah, after after that trip and everybody voting on rides to go on and this and that, I, democracy sucks. Why anyone would listen to you is beyond me. Oh, well, I wasn't... Oh, honestly, I'm one of the easiest people to get along with. I just go with the flow. Well, yeah, okay. What? I don't like the way you said that. I don't care. Now we're trying the cha-cha potato crackers. Scallion flavored. Okay. Scallion. Now, hold on. What is a scallion? It's like a green onion type thing. All right. It smells good. That's a sour cream and onion chip without the sour. Pretty much. That's not bad either. No, not bad. The Chinese got something going on there. Oh, has a hell of an aftertaste to it. It hit me in the back of the throat. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not touching it. I'm not going to touch that. Okay, you leave my you leave the back of my throat alone. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That joke writes itself, but I'm going to be nice. Mm-hmm. Oh, man. So uh, other than Knoebels and doing <laughs> stuff around the house, what would you do? Well, well, Knoebels, birthday party, the Ren Fair. Uh, I forget what I did the Sunday it rained. Oh, my God. It's like it's like that. And well, fixing the, making sure I got the back porch steps fixed. Mm-hmm. I couldn't fix the wall because no one in this area has plaster bond. So I had to order that special. Yeah. And that came in, so I got to get that done. Mm. Yeah. Oh, and I bought for 100 bucks an Atari 2600 with a joystick paddles and about 20 games. Nice. Oh. 
Oh, I, I, nice. I, and of course, they say, well, you have all those emulators. What? It's different. It's different. Right. Because now you have that one button joystick. Yep. There you go. That's a, that's. A, I miss I miss the Atari twenty six hundred. I miss the old video games. The only problem we and we didn't have the problem with it then, but I can't I can't fathom how we did it. We always had to be six feet from the TV. Yeah. How did how did we do that? And then of course then the big thing back then is don't get so close to the TV you go blind. Right. But it's like but you're only giving us six inches of, six foot of wire. I know. There was no wireless controllers then. And now kids today got the LED TVs and the wireless control. They can be in. They don't even have to be in the same room. And Alistair still sits on top of the TV oh, when he's I playing know, a video I know. Game. Ryan's sometimes they inch closer and closer and closer. It's like, back up. <laughs> well, you know the distance in my living room between the coffee table and, and yeah. the TV. He will bring one of the office chairs from the dining room in and sit between the coffee table and the TV while he's playing it's video games. It's not that games. far away. You can sit on the couch. I know. <laughs> it's I know. <laughs> I, I've told him uh, this. Cherins. Tell you, tell you, I'm telling you. Wire everything. Make them, make them sit that close. Cherins. <laughs> then they won't want to sit that close. Yeah, you know what? When they, when they have to charge the PlayStation controllers and actually plug them in, and it's like, I can't move now. Oh, oh, how sad. Oh, 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 it is to cry. <laughs> Now you feel my pain. Yeah. Oh, okay. So how? what are we down to in the bucket? Oh. Four. Four. Yes, Ooh. could be anything. Pickens are slim. Because I don't remember anything that was put in here anymore. Neither do I. You want to do the honors? Nah, go ahead. All right. You already got your fist in there. <laughs> That's what dirty old man said. <laughs> One hit wonders. This is the topic we can stink our teeth into. Oh my god! All right, one hit wonders. I want to start. I want to start with the most obvious. Just, just to, just to put it out there. Blue Eiffel sixty five. <laughs> that is, <laughs> that is uh, even as far as one hit wonders go. That's an obscure one. It's not obscure. It is actually one of Jim's favorite songs. That's why it it always sticks in my head. It would be if you want to make a ringtone for Jim, you make Blue Eiffel sixty. He loves that song. Huh? Yep. He he cannot get enough of it. Hmm. Yeah. So if you ever want to like you know, put a comment on his Facebook page, put that video. Oh. He'll be your best friend. Yeah, I'm sure Jim hates the damn song. (laughs) (laughs) Guess what I'm doing tonight? Yep. (laughs) And you know what? And because you do that before he sees this, he's like, why is he sending that? I don't understand. Yeah. Um, How about, here's one that has a special meaning to me. Uh, Well, not meaning, but significance. Los Del Rio Macarena. God, I... I absolutely detest that one. Well, now, I'll, I hate the damn song, too. Oh. But it, it takes me back to a mythical, magical place in time. Oh. That that came out when I was stationed in Panama. Yeah. <laughs> so, I, like, nights at the Fort, at the fort uh, Davis NCO Club, oh. drunk off my rocker. Oh, my God. Uh, yeah, and I actually did dance the Macarena. You know the funny thing about that. I remember when VH1 was doing like the top one hit wonders of deck of certain of all the decades. Yeah, 
And they had the nerve to put that as number one of the 80s. It wasn't the 80s. I know. I know that. Someone at VH... A few people at VH1 screwed that up royally. I mean, nobody could just raise their hand and say, no. Who was the fact checker? I have no idea, but they're an idiot. And I couldn't... And then it was like... And it wasn't even mentioned in the 90s. Really? It's like there was no... And I, and I had to look it up. I said, that wasn't 80s. No, it wasn't. Yeah. But the 80s did have some fantastic one-hit wonders. The 80s was nothing but one-hit wonders. I mean... Yeah. Wall of Voodoo. I'm on a Mexican yep. radio. Um, the, the, uh, She's a Beauty by the Tubes. Well, I mean... To be fair, the Tubes did have a couple other popular songs, but nothing yeah, quite not, to the level of "She's a Beauty." Yeah, all the one hit, the, the one hit wonders came in the '80s, basically because it's like everybody said, "Here's my video." Yeah, you know, and and it was like this is all they did. Because I mean, the Tubes though you ha- they you had white punks on dope, talk to you later, uh, and of course, "She's a Beauty," three yeah. hit wonder. I I always think it was so. Oh, the eighties was so. Uh, Men without hats, safety dance. Yeah, men I without mean, hats. I ran by a flock of seagulls. I love that song. I absolutely love that song. That that that's the hairdo you should go for next. <laughs> I was gonna get a mohawk. I was actually gonna get. I was gonna tell them to put it in a mohawk for like you know just a week. Uh huh. And but it was like my luck, like the big boss is going to come into the shop. Yeah. And it's like, oh, what did I do? (laughs) (laughs) I'm trying to think of trying to think of some other memorable one hit one. Tiffany, I think we're alone now. Oh, yeah. uh, That's when like the mall rock was. Well, she was the only one doing it because she was too old to play in clubs. So I mean, too young to play in clubs. So they just would have her stopping at the local malls. Right. It's like, I don't, Debbie Gibson wasn't a one-hit wonder, because she had added a blue and electric youth. And only in my dreams. Yeah. So she had a couple. How bad is it that we know this? It's not bad at all. I mean, this is where we grew up. I mean, you know, before you handed me that Metallica tape, I was, I had all the 80s pop. Yeah, this is true. There was too much 80s pop in my, in my, uh, my briefcase. What about the romantics? Yeah, they did what I like about you, but didn't they have another one? Uh, talking in your sleep. Yeah, talking in your sleep. That was that was a good song. Oh yeah, Romantics were a, an interesting band because uh, what I like about you always led to rocking the USA. Yeah, <laughs> uh, by by no, John Cougar. Yeah, and no nobody can do the cover of one without leading into the other. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> that is true. You know what? I should bring that up in the next band practice. <laughs> it just, it just happens that way. Yeah, it ha- it does. It happens that way. Yeah. Um, the nineties one hit wonders. Well, hang on. Before we okay. go there, let's go back. Let's go back in time. Oh boy. Let's travel back. Let's go like early rock and roll one hit wonders. Ooh. Like a uh, Bobby, uh, like a uh, Bobby Boris. What the hell? The guy that I can't remember his last name, but uh, the guy that did. Um, the Monster Mash. Oh, Pop Pickett. Yeah, Bobby Boris Pickett. Okay. Yeah. You got the Monster Mash. Um, you had uh the Big Bopper. Yep. With Chantilly Lace. Oh yeah, they were they were loaded. I get I think uh, Richie Valens only had La Bamba. Uh no, that and Donna. Oh yeah, that's right. There was Donna. I forgot about Donna. But the thing is, I I'm, I'm fairly sure Richie Valens would have had coming out. Mm. Had the plane crash not happened? Yeah, the big bopper. I don't know. 
It's hard to t- it's it's really hard to tell because I mean, did Bill Haley have anything and then rock around the clock? Now, Bill Haley in the comments, I can't think of anything off the top of my head. You know, and the worst part is I just unearthed about 345 records. Oh, yeah? Oh, my God. So much stuff. <laughs> From Credence to Jerry Lee Lewis. See, now, Jerry and, Lee Lewis. Yeah, he had Great Balls of Fire. And that's about it. No, there was the one. There was a, I, there's another one. 50s music. <laughs> as much as I had to listen to it, wasn't my jam. Okay. Well, and then uh, you, you drift into the 60s, and you've got, uh, like, the MC5 with Kick Out the Jams. Oh, my God, I love that. <laughs> That's a good tune. That that starts off as, as, as I'm surprised it's not more covered. Yeah. By more bands, because it just, it starts off heavy. Yeah. Kick Out the Jams, Steppenwolf mm-hmm. was, yeah, nah, they weren't really a one-hit wonder, because you had, like, Magic Carpet Ride, not yeah. just Born to be Wild. Yep. I'm trying to think, was, um, was Starlight Vocal Band in? The- no, that was the 70s okay. with Afternoon Delight. Yeah. Yeah, that was the 70s. Uh, I mean, the 70s, you also had like, you had like the Captain and Tennille. They had, a, they, had, they had like Muskrat Love. Yeah. And I, I have a couple Captain and Tennille albums. <laughs> I couldn't get rid of them. You can't get rid of Captain and Tennille. <laughs> yeah, watch me. <laughs> the Carpenters. The Carpenters. Oh. That uh, that adult contemporary were just churning out one just slow thing after Christopher another. Cross. And and you know, you know, the seventies everybody was, was doing some 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 weird freaky stuff. And you know that music was on in the backdrop. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Well, back to okay. Let's go back to the '80s. What are some other '80s ones you remember? Oh, I'm trying to think. Of, did, was Samantha Fox? Samantha Fox. Well, I had both of her albums, so it's hard to wonder. That was that was late '80s, early '90s. because yeah. that was Dorney Park time frame. Yes, it was. Yeah, um, yeah. What well, what the hell was Samantha? Fo- I want to have some fun. Yes, but I I, I have. All, I was a big Samantha Fox fan. Yeah, for obvious reasons. No, she had good music, god damn it. <laughs> she was the less commercial Madonna. Well, you know the 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 long standing rumor was that she was dating Lemmy at the time. <laughs> Lemmy's got good taste, you know that. Well well I, I, like like Lem said, I uh, I look like I look, I talk like I talk, <laughs> and I'll still come to your town and fuck your girlfriend. <laughs> Wouldn't surprise me. I know she was a page three girl at one point. Yeah. For those of you who don't know, Page Three is like a pinup girl in the UK. Yeah, I'm looking at you, Jim. <laughs> he knows. I doubt it. Uh, okay, okay, I'm just, okay. I'm, just, I'm, I'm looking at back. you, Andy. No, Andy, Andy, no. <laughs> He's too pure. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. <laughs> that's what I'm saying. I'm trying to think of more of the stuff that I listen to. That that's where I was like, it's hard. It's really difficult because like I know Tom Petty wasn't a one hit. No, Tom Petty's been uh, Tom Petty's w- was around forever. Yeah, but but it seemed like there was like one song or two that I'm wondering now. Not to us, but could you consider Ace of Spades, Motorhead's one hit wonder? I guess you could. Because sometimes, if you with a lot of the bands that we even enjoy, you know, you say, oh, you know. Name songs and they name one and that's the end of it. Yeah, that's the only one they can name. It's like 
So is is would they be a one hit wonder? I I, I think mo- to most people, if they know any Motorhead song, it is Ace of Spades. Yeah. Nobody's going to break out Orgasmatron. No. Okay. Nobody's going to break out. We are the road crew. Or the road crew. Nope. Or victory or die. <laughs> right. Nobody, but nobody is going to break out, break out R-A-M-O-N-E-S Ramones. Oh, that's another good one. Oh, oh, oh my God. Great record. Great. Yeah. Whole, that whole album. That's that's a no-skip song record. Yep. 1916 is, is every, you know, just listen to them all the way through. Yep. I, I know what I'm putting on first thing in the morning when I get, when I start my work day. <laughs> I'm going to listen to 1916. Try, try to think of more. Dan- 80s also had. Dangerous. Toys. Well, which was their hit? <laughs> well, okay. Was it teasing and pleasing or sporting a Woody? <laughs> well, they it was a they were a one album wonder. True, because you they had three singles off of that. Mm-hmm. You had teasing and pleasing, sporting a Woody, and scared. Okay, and I mean, don't get me wrong, Dangerous Toys was a hell of a band. I like I actually like that whole album. Yeah, it's a good good. Yeah, it's one of my favorite albums. No, it, I, the whole album is good, but then it's there was no follow up. But no, they were on the tail end of the hair metal scene, right? And they were kind of hard to classify. You know, they had the singer uh, had that Axl Rose screech to him. You know, yeah. Um, the music was just very, you know, just it was very. There wasn't a lot of bass in it. No, it was. Um, it had a lot of Texas twang in it. Yeah. That's what I. That's what they had a lot of Texas twang in it because they were they were Texas boys and yep good stuff. Um, really aggressive music, good mm-hmm. heavy, good hard hitting stuff. I wish they would have gotten bigger. How about this one for a one hit wonder? Um, they almost don't qualify, but you can lump them in. Winger. Yeah, almost. I can see because there's only one a lot of people know. Right. You, you even named off a few of them last time. I don't remember the songs. Uh, 17. Yeah, 17 is the one that everyone knows. Right. And then there's Madeline, mm-hmm. Heading for a Heartbreak. Uh, those are like their they're yeah. big three. And then Beavis and Butthead killed them. I don't know. I think, yeah, I think they, I, I don't know. I wasn't a winger fan before Beavis and Butthead. I, I, you know, I, and it's funny because I can remember like when everybody was wearing the T-shirts, I remember the winger T-shirts. Uh-huh. I never had one. And it was years before Beavis and Butthead. Neither did I. I didn't have it either. I didn't have a winger T-shirt either. And I was, I was what you would call a closeted winger fan mm. because I knew who like Rod Morgenstein, their drummer. Yeah. I knew who he was being a musician and somebody who's into progressive mm-hmm. and has been into progressive since my teenage years. I knew the name Rod Morgenstein. Yeah. He was the drummer for a band called the Dixie Dregs, okay. which is one of my favorite, you know, fusion outfits of all time. Great, great band, great drummer. And he was also uh, a percussion instructor at Berkeley. Okay. So... You know, that tells you his chops right there. And Reb Beach is one of the most underrated guitar players of that era. Just a fantastic mm-hmm. guitar player. And if you don't know Kip Winger's backstory, before he started Winger, he was one of the most sought-after session cats in L.A. Mm-hmm. And he toured and played with Alice Cooper. Yeah. And right there, if Cooper's going to pick you to be in your in his band, yeah. you know, you know you're a, a top-shelf player. I. 
I can't remember. I probably still have the magazine. One of the, it's probably one of the Metal Edge magazines. And this is and this is way before Beavis and Butthead. So I was like that did, that never even entered. I remember somebody referring to Kip Winger as Kip in his teeth. Yeah, and <laughs> and you know what? You know what else didn't help them? Huh. The Metallica video where they're throwing darts at his face on a dartboard. Ah, uh, I forgot about that. I think that was the nothing else matters. It might have been. Yeah, that was a, that didn't help either. When Lars is there throwing darts at his face. <laughs> yeah, it's yeah. So I mean, unfairly, yeah. I mean, Winger, but I mean, I know it's probably a story about where they came up with that. Why they became the poster child. I mean, yeah. But I, I'm sure I just picked a band. <laughs> it's just yeah. I could have picked anybody, <laughs> <laughs> but it just so happened to be yeah. Winger. I I I think there was probably. There was he probably was trying to do something like if he if Beavis a butthead would made would have made it a few years ago, he'd be wearing a nickelback shirt. Oh, absolutely. And there's nothing wrong with nickelback. Yeah. I know uh, you don't uh, like them, uh, but uh, I, I actually enjoy their music. Uh I'll, I you know what? I do enjoy some of their yeah. stuff. I do enjoy some of their stuff, but like more of like there's some stuff that's just absolutely overplayed. Mm-hmm. And we'll leave it go at that. Because we're talking one-hit wonders. Yeah. Like the cult. Ooh, Firewoman. That's it. And the well, sad... Seashell Sanctuary, but... you Do you remember back <laughs> in the day when Euclid played that? No. Yeah. <laughs> we play, We used to cover oh. She Sells <laughs> Sanctuary. That's a tongue twister. He did that on purpose. <laughs> he made it that title on purpose. Yeah. And, she, and he never says that, that yeah. phrase in the song. But it's a cool ass song. Oh, it is. It's yeah. It, I mean, and they also had like "Love Removal Machine." That one I don't think I've heard. Yeah, that one's uh, li- that's a little deeper of a cut, but it was still a single. But for most people, you bring up the cult if they know anything, it's going to be Firewoman. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. Which <laughs> it's strange. You, you hear those? I hear. I I never think. Whenever I think of the cult, I always I get them confused my mentally with the Cure. There was and, another, and I shouldn't. <laughs> no, you shouldn't. <laughs> yeah, but because someone says the Ian, cult. Ha- Ian Asbury doesn't yeah, look a lot so, like Robert Smith. Yeah, someone says the cult, and I'm thinking, oh, it's that goth band with the depressed guy. <laughs> <laughs> Which one? Yeah. Oh. Which one? Just that one. There's okay. Not, not a lot of them. I hey, I there's some stuff by the Cure I like. Oh, I like. I you know, and I'm a one hit wonder fan. I love the Cure as well. Friday, I'm in love. Yeah, and it's like, but I don't. It's like in my brain, the cure and the cult are too, you know, interchangeable, too phonetically close. Right. You know what? Uh, like everybody, if, if most people who aren't fans of the cure, if they've heard any, anything, it's probably going to be Friday. I'm in love. Yeah. You know what? My favorite cure song is huh. burn that I, they did for the crow soundtrack. Okay. I'm not sure I know that one. If oh. I if I had heard it, dude, check out. You have the Crow soundtrack, right? Uh, yeah, I have that one. Every night I burn. Every night I scream your name. Yeah, and that Hot Death Uno card that uh, game that I have. One of the original cards in the very original game was called The Cure, and had a picture of Robert Smith on it. <laughs> <laughs> it's Robert Smith. It's, yeah, you remember that South Park episode? No, I might have. If I did, it was. He, they did so many. I don't remember. I well, they they did one where uh, where Barbara Streisand turned into Mecca Streisand. Okay, that one I remember. That that was okay. The, and they had to bring in Robert Smith to. Did he be to, Mothra, 
or something? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> to to beat Mecha Streisand. Uh, another what, what, another good one at Wonder that we Dexy's Midnight Runners. Come on, Eileen. Now we also remember him from uh, Jackie Wilson said. Yep. But that wasn't a hit over here. No, that was not a hit over here. <laughs> that might have been a hit across the pond, as they yeah, say. Yes. Speak well, since we've gone down that that ro- that little uh, side road, what about um madness? Madness? We- I, I knew them from strangely enough, I knew them from one step beyond, which was the oddest song ever. Yes. You know, and of course I saw but then our house and um And then House of Fun. House of Fun, yes. But but One Step Beyond was always like the weirdest song video ever. Yeah. You know? The singer just one step beyond. And that's the only lyrics in the whole yeah, song. And he looks like he's going to be singing the whole time. Right. I, I love it that they made a video for that. Yes. I, I Like most people um, on our side of the world, if they know Madness, they're going to think of our house. Yeah. But there, <laughs> there was a few good Madness tunes out there, you know, and they were they were a much bigger deal in England, of course. I think I think a lot of even one hit wonders over here were a bigger deal in England. Right. You know, they were so big over there. It's like, okay, release something in the United States. Here's your song. Goodbye. Right. Uh like Chumba Wumba. Yeah. Oh my god. Yeah. Oh, Chumba Wumba. They that was their most friendly song. Yeah. They're a huge political just, you know. I mean, that is their friendliest song ever. They're they're anarchist soccer hooligans. Yeah. is what they are, you know. And I got to give them credit to uh, I got to give them credit for living their ethos. Every member of the band was paid exactly equally, mm-hmm. uh, you know. And the, it, it was a it was truly a collective. Yeah, you know. Was UB forty in that? <laughs> UB forty. Oh. Red red wine. Yeah. <laughs> oh. Oh. Then you can throw, you can lump in the fine young cannibals. Yes. What was the fine young cannibals? She that? drives me crazy. She drives me crazy. Yes. And that awful video, but it's just <laughs> that was. I mean, the videos at the time they had to be different. Yeah. I think they also had another song, but I can't remember. But dead or alive, spin me around was another. Oh, good tune. Much better. Uh, the dope version is much better, <laughs> and, and I I have got to see I, I've got to see dope play that song live on several occasions. That whips a crowd into a frenzy. Yeah, I dude. I absolutely I mean just the MTV generation in me that that eighties just watching it and everything everything was a one hit. It didn't matter. Yeah, soft sell. With yeah, tainted love. Taint, uh, the tainted love. Uh, everything. From start to finish was one hit. It's like, do they have another song? I don't know. Don't care. Yeah. This is the only one I'm listening to. That's why there was cassette singles. Right. And that's why we made <laughs> what uh, that's why we made what we we coined the term back in the day, the mixtape. Yep. You would get the one song from every band that you knew and that was it. Yeah. It, know, it did piss you off though. I mean sometimes and I know I have more of these and uh you'd hear a, a song you liked. And go buy the album. Right. And the rest of the album is utter crap. Right. And it's like, great. I have a whole album that I'm never going to listen to. Yeah. Uh, that That's happened to me a time or six. Uh, <laughs> and with bands that I dig. Yeah. Mo- I mean, I'm glad. 
for the most part, I could get more more album time. There are some albums that I've listened for one song and that was the end of it. Right. You know, I, I just, the rest of the thing was such utter trash. I couldn't even bother. Yeah. You know, the close one to that, very close one to that was Queensryche Empire. There's not a lot of good stuff on that album for me. I got to disagree. I like Empire. Yeah, I, I like three songs on it. Okay, what are the three you like? Uh, Empire, Jet City Woman, and... Another Rainy Night. That might be the one, yeah. I know I don't like Silent Lucidity. I do not like that song. That's a beautiful song. I don't like, but I don't, I don't care for it. Uh, and then Della Brown. Yeah, I, I only have, and that's like one that to me uh, was, for me, it was like a waste of plastic. You know, I, there's so, I don't have a lot of love for Empire. See, I, I, I'm a big fan. I'm a, I'm not a huge fan of Empire as much as I am other Queensryche stuff. Oh, yeah. Some of their other albums are absolutely fantastic. Right. But what does everybody know them from? Silent Lucidity. I, you know what the worst part is? I was going to say, Operation Mindcrime? No. Queen, Queen, Queen of the Reich? No. <laughs> no, most people... most The, the Prophecy. That's right. The Prophecy. <laughs> the, the Lady Wore Black. Yeah. There's so many other songs that they have. It's like... And then Empire just kind of fell apart for me. It didn't fall apart, but it was Queen's Reich kind of trying to do something different, I think. You know, they they went in a more commercial Weir, direction. Weirdly enough, though, every one of their albums always seemed to be something different. And it always seemed to, you know. Yeah. Because their, their first albums were very hard, you know, very, um, like they were Guns N' Roses streaming before Guns N' Roses was screaming. Uh, yeah, and actually in key most of the time. Yeah. Or actually in key. Yeah. All- and then they did the concept album, which just blew everybody away. Greatest concept album ever. Well, if you don't listen to King Diamond. It, I love I love me some King Diamond. I know, I know, but but putting it together, Operation Mindcrime is like the be all end all. Yeah, of I, concept albums of, of standalones. Yeah, Operation Mindcrime two wasn't that good. Nope, wasn't that good. But if you want to talk an entire universe of concept, you have to go with King Diamond. Yep, because like. The, you've got the Abigail storyline. Mm-hmm. You've got the you've got the storyline that starts in them and continues on to conspiracy, and then you have uh, you know stuff with Eye of the like Eye of the Witch, which brings yeah. in shit from Abigail. You know, there, there's so much in there that you I, you can't even pay attention to half the stuff that's even being no without a movie. It's like well, they're doing a graphic novel on Abigail. I'll have to I'll have to pick that up. Um. You know, it's, it's it's go listen to King Diamond. Yes, <laughs> yes. Pick up uh, or or Merciful Fate or yep or Merciful Fate or why not both? <laughs> um, back to the one hit wonders and kind of down that vein. What about Screaming Jay Hawkins? Ah, I put a spell on you. That that's has been used in so many things and covered so many times. Yes, he was the original metalhead too. Yeah. I mean, to, to, to release that stuff and his look, his demeanor on stage persona. I mean, he was he was doing stuff that the, the metalheads would just be like freaking out about. Yeah. You know, and yeah, he, he did it. And that's a spooky ass song too when he's doing it right. Yeah. Uh, well, back uh, like along that same vein, there was another guy back in the 60s that was a one hit wonder. 
that was kind of along the spooky, creepy type vibe too. The Crazy World of Arthur Brown. I don't think I've ever heard of him. Um, the song's called Fire. Okay. And the first line is, I am the god of hellfire. Oh, my and God. And I bring I you never, I've heard, fire. Yes, I've, I thought that was a Zappa thing. Nope. That's the crazy world of Arthur Brown. Because <laughs> I've heard that several times. I always thought that was a Zappa thing. Nope, that's not Zappa. Yeah, another. Now, I don't know, but Sam the Sham and the Pharaohs. Uh, Sam the Sham and the Pharaohs. He's Wooly the, Bully. Wooly Bully. But he also did Red Riding Hood. I'm not familiar with yeah, Red there was, uh, yeah, it was. Yeah, um, it was a song that a former bandmate just wanted to do. And it was. I mean, you'd have to listen to it. It's I'm not gonna. Even, I could even do it justice by it's. It's not a bad song, but it's no woolly bully. It's it's very creepy, right? Um, like that. I don't know if you've ever seen the video of that. The big bad wolf. No, there's an internet video. I think it's from some Russian band, and they're doing the whole song, and everybody's crotches are their faces. That's kind of creepy. It's funny as hell. Now, would you consider the Stray Cats a one hit wonder? Uh, well, probably because I mean, I only if sometimes if I can only if I with the vast knowledge I have, if I can only really think of one thing they did, you know, the stray cat strut rock this town. Okay, Uh, that's right. There was two. It's yeah. Well, those are the only two I can think of. Yeah. So they might be a they might be a a, a one and a half hit because I don't know how hard. Yeah. Man, that was at the time that everybody wanted to do the rockabilly. No, three dudes wanted to do the rockabilly, and they were called the Stray Cats. <laughs> Don't get me wrong, rockabilly. I, I mean, I like, I, I like good, you know, like the bands that bring rockabilly are trying to not not bring it back, yeah. but do rockabilly and do it right. Like the Stray Cats are a really good band. You know, oh, yeah. they're really good. Um, Brian Setzer is. A criminally underrated guitarist, you know that guy is so freaking good. And then you got Slim Jim Phantom. You know those they're just such they're so good. The Stray Cats, and then uh, like the Reverend Horton Heat. Okay, you know he he does his own little twist on rockabilly. You know the, mm-hmm. the Psycho Billy Freakout. Yeah, but Reverend Horton Heat's good too, man. Well, there's some. We're trying to think word. Um, oh, what the hell was the band name now? Oh, Al Jorgensen. Ministry. Ministry! <laughs> what would be their one hit? Just one fix? Just one fix. <laughs> I was thinking either that or New World Order. New World Order. Oh, my God. That whole album was awesome, though. Song yeah. 69. Yeah. That, 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 was, that was a heroin-fueled fucking <laughs> nut, Al Jorgensen fever dream yep. is what that is. And, you know, I mean, if you're into that type of thing, I'm not a big fan of industrial music. I'm not a big fan. I like some. But, you know, I mean, it's Al Jorgensen at his. There's a point between. There's a point where it turns from industrial to noise. Yeah. And and, and some bands don't know how to not make it noise. Al Jorgensen uh, at times has trouble not making it noise. Yeah, I still like his. I still like his stuff, though. But there's there is some stuff out there. I mean. There's a website called Every Noise at Once. Okay. And basically, there's genres. It's a page full of genres and how they interconnect. You click on a genre, and they'll give you a sampling, a moosh-boosh, of a type 
what it like that type of band. Yeah. If you click on the entire one, it'll show you all the bands that are in that genre. Now, a lot of them, they mix genre. You know, they, it's not like, you know, Metallica is just this or that. Because Metallica will show up in thrash and power metal. Right. But I have turned been turned on to so many interesting little nuggets of music by just going there and clicking around. Every noise at once. Every noise at once. I'll have to check that out. It is. We'll do it after. I'll show you after the show. It's... It's... It's one of those, it's like tvtropes.com yeah. where you start clicking and next thing you know, you've wasted an hour. Yeah. I, and you found about 1,200 bands you want to listen to. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and you see, and some of the some of the genres you would be surprised at. Like German death pop. Okay. Exactly. You look at me, it's exactly, you have to click on that. What is German death pop? <laughs> well, that, like Randy was playing some stuff in the car today. That was very interesting. Uh, you know what, like, you, obviously, you know what death metal is. Oh, yeah. And do you know what shoegaze is? I've heard of it. Okay. There's a subgenre out there called death gaze. Yep. <laughs> and we were listening to some of it today. It's interesting. You know, it, sometimes that's the only label you can put on. It's like, okay, they made that. Yeah. It's like, you know, like a shoegaze guitar part with death metal vocals over it. And it starts off as just like your regular, mm-hmm. you know, like the, the drum beat matches what the guitar is doing. It feels right. And then all of a sudden the drummer goes into a freaking ba- blast beat. Yep. <laughs> I looked at Randy. I said, that was unnecessary. <laughs> that was unnecessary. I, I did not need a blast beat there. You know, and I believe me, I I I enjoy a good blast beat as much as the next guy, but at that point it was unnecessary. Sometimes, hey, sometimes it, you know, you never know what's gonna gonna stick in music. You know, you have to yeah, you have to try it all. You remember back in the mid '90s when ska was hot for a minute? Uh, yes. <laughs> there's another. There's a couple more one hit wonders. A for lot you. of one hit wonders out there. Real big fish. Ugh. The mighty mighty boss tones. See, and I couldn't probably name any of their music. The only one, and I don't know if this was was Gwen Stefani, Candyman, but that's probably not Ska, although I, I think of her as Ska. Yeah, I I wouldn't consider No Doubt a one-hit wonder. Oh. They had a few. They had, they had a pretty oh. decent uh, run. Yeah. But like... Um, Letters to Cleo. There's one. Oh, I'm I'm going mentally through my CD collection now because God for God I have so many of that shit. Letters to what was Letters to Cleo's big song? Um, Here and now. Okay. Yep. They did that run really fast run. And yeah. Then here and now it's like, oh, that was when like Farouk Assault, the Breeders, and and all those female yep. fronted bands were just like coming to the light. And Liz Liz Fair was go- yeah. the Liz Fair tour was going on. Yeah. Or yeah. no, not Liz Fair, Lilith Lilith Fair. Yeah, I thought that was one in the same. No, Liz Fair led Lilith okay. Fair, but all those like uh, Tor- Tori Amos, yeah, and and all those uh, female fronted musicians from Seattle or sound like from Seattle, yeah, just were coming onto the scene and just really good stuff. Then there was that, that song "Stay." Was that Loeb? Yeah, Lisa Loeb. Yep, Four Non Blondes was in there. Yeah, which <laughs> just oh, you know. That is one song that didn't age well, and I don't mean um, it's controversial, but if that, oh, that 
vocals are fucking annoying. Aren't they, though? <laughs> Do you remember what I always called them back in the day? No. Four non-talents. <laughs> That's... It was a bit harsh. I don't. I don't think. I mean, it's just the the vocal. Just it's just. Yeah, her 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 voice is grating. Yeah, that's why I like metal covers of one hit wonders. Because let's 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 hear it in that. Let's hear it this way. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Like me first in the gimme gimmies do some cool oh. punk covers. Oh my god, that, that band. Yeah, and then they do some stuff that's absolutely preposterous and absolutely should not be done. Mm-hmm. Like um, after Randy was playing his death gaze and stuff like that. I put on pop punk, you know, I wanted to, I wanted to listen to alkaline trio and stuff like that, you know? So I, I had Randy put alkaline trio radio on. And one of the songs that came up that stuck in my craw and still has a bad taste in my mouth, you know, several hours later is me first in the gimme gimme's covering Jolene by Dolly, by Dolly Parton. Yeah. Leave it alone. Yeah. I like the White Stripes, but I don't like Jack Black's version of that. Or Jack White. Sorry, Jack White. I uh, wouldn't like Jack Black doing no, it either. I don't, I don't like Jack Black's version of anything. Me neither. Uh, I'm right there with yeah, you. I, oh, there is one thing I did see that he did that kind of had me going, all right, I'll give you the, I'll give you an okay on this one. What? He did a cover of The Time Warp mm. from Rocky Horror. See, whenever I see Jack Black... And I like some of the movies that he's in. Tropic Thunder, um, Mars Attacks, High Fidelity. Yeah. Um, When he does interviews, he always seems to have this, and I don't know, sometimes it seems like it's a caricature that he's being the pompous rock star ass. But he, I don't know if he's actually doing a character or he's just that. No, I think he's an ass. You know, because I've seen him in interviews where, and he's one of these that, you know, he'll, he'll wear sunglasses inside for an interview. If there's one pet peeve I have of anybody who's famous, it's that one. You're inside. Take your damn sunglasses off. Well, and, and Simmons does that all the damn time. Well, how about this one? One hit wonder, Corey Hart. <laughs> sunglasses at night. There you go. <laughs> There you go. <laughs> yeah. That was like the that was like the epitome. Oh my god. Of, of the eighties. Yeah. You you hear that opening video. little keyboard riff. Yep. And oh just like Gary Newman cars. Uh-huh. Fear yep. Factory did that one better. Uh Billy Ocean. Billy Ocean. Get out of my dreams. Oh, get into my car. Eddie Mo- Eddie Grant. Eddie Grant. <laughs> Electric Avenue. Oh. Eddie Murphy party all the time. Oh God, that was such a good song. <laughs> and and Rick James just going nuts at the at the sound. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know Rick James was hired in fucking <laughs> to quote Joe Rogan, he was hired in giraffe pussy. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not sure what I mean, that's and and I love it that 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 time, like the Charlie Murphy stories, when it's like, you know, He's talking about Rick James and Eddie Murphy. It's like, you can see this is where the culmination of that relationship was. Yeah. It's like, no, you can do an album. You're going to do an album. We're going to do an album. (laughs) Oh, shit. Uh, How about, I I don't think you really consider him a one-hit wonder because it was just a one-off for a soundtrack. But Dice doing uh, I Ain't Got You from the Fort Fairlane soundtrack. 
Yeah, well, yeah, he had a few. Yeah, that was about, he had a few. I think he had a few. Uh, I don't even think it was a hit, though. No, it wasn't. You know, he was just, uh, he did something of a, on a soundtrack. You know, he tried. <laughs> yeah. He, you he know tried. What? He could have been. He could have been, you know, a, probably a really decent, uh, you know, if they would have put something together for him. But uh, I think, you know, some people, I mean, if you're an actor, you're an actor. If you're a musician, you're a musician. There's, I mean, Don Johnson uh, didn't go far with it. Oh, God. Heartbeat. <laughs> Bruce Willis, The Return of Bruno. Well, he's done a few records, though. I have, a John, he, I have a John Schneider record, which I swear to God, if I ever have the opportunity to meet the man again, I'm having him sign it. You're, he's going to remember you did this album. <laughs> um, For the oh, kids, John Schneider was in the original Dukes of Hazzard TV show. Yes. And... Um, I'm trying to think of else. A fame. Um, I I have Bob McGrath did an album. Bob McGrath. Bob from Sesame Street. Oh, okay, yes. okay. I have. Well, here, here you go. Patrick Swayze doing "She's Like the Wind" yes. from uh, the Dirty Dancing <laughs> yep. soundtrack. See, actors. Jared Leto kind of pulled it off with the Lemonheads. Yeah, but oh man, it's all these and and over time after time after time they get told, "Do this, do this. This is going to be good," and it's. It's never really... It's, it's usually bad. But party all the time. You know what? If that comes on at a party, that's not too bad. No. It's a fun song. <laughs> yeah. And I think Rick James wrote it. Probably. I, I think Rick James wrote it. He was pretty much a one-hit wonder, if you think about it. Super freak. Super freak. Yeah, but <laughs> after... <anyway>, Cold-blooded... <laughs> That was cool-blooded. Yep. What about unity? Shadow <laughs> <laughs> Murphy. I I think I think sometimes one hit wonder is only in the eye of I mean there's a a logical term for it. But you know if they only ever had one hit break like what the top 100 or something. Yeah. But I mean some of these are spiritual one hit wonders, and some of them are you know one album wonders. I mean. Yeah, there there are probably people out there that if you say you know it's like what about Kaga Juju? They can name the entire album discography. Do you mean Kaja Gugu? Yeah, <laughs> Kaka Juju. <laughs> Too shy, shy. Hush, hush. I U I. Yeah, but there's people that can name the entire discography. I'm like, what do you mean one hit wonder? Yeah, <laughs> right. Yeah, like uh, yeah, that band that did Tainted Love. Oh, you mean Soft Cell? That was on their first record that was called. Blah, blah, blah. Oh yeah, there's those people. As yeah. Like, How dare you call that a one-hit wonder? Wallflowers, One Headlight. Just had to yes. I love that song. Great song. Uh, I, I first heard that song. I, the first time I actually heard that song was in Muzak form on hold music. Really? And it was just, I'm saying, I'm like, this is kind of catchy. And it hits that high part. And I'm like, that's pretty, that's pretty cool. And then I heard it as the actual version. And I'm yeah. like, oh, they made that hold music? Hey, <laughs> Jacob Dylan had a freaking yeah. rake some money in somehow. Nina Cherry and Eagle Eyed Cherry. Yep. Had Buffalo Stance and what was from Eagle Eyed Cherry? Save Tonight. Save Tonight. The brother sister one hit wonder team. There you go. <laughs> and their dad was uh, their dad was a musician, too, I believe. 
I I don't know who their dad was. <laughs> I can't think of any from the fifties with the last name Cherry. I can't either, off the top. of And my I head. swear to God, if it's Papa Cherry, I'm not even gonna. <laughs> yeah. Oh Jesus! Right away, you got to go down that route. What? He's your father. I wasn't going down any route. Is that like Big Dick Dudley? You got a dirty mind. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> Maybe. I'm trying to think of uh, some more cool. Uh, we didn't even hit the rap versions yet. No. No, we didn't. I mean. <laughs> Third base. Where was I just at? I was just someplace and I said that you would have loved it. Um, Pop Goes the Weasels started playing. Get out. Right. And I was like the only person that sat there. This is third base. This is third base. <laughs> oh, Eric would have loved this. I would have. I would have. And I would have started singing. I did. I couldn't help myself. I can't remember where I was, but I started singing the song. Well, then you got the digital underground. Yep. With, well, you know, the Humpty Dance. Yep. And uh, Cool Mo D, Wild Wild West. Cool Mo D. Um, Kid and Play. Kid, oh, funky. My. Yep, kidding. Uh, then you got like the whole Delicious Vinyl crew. Who are they from? Delicious Vinyl Records. Okay. You'll know it as soon as uh, I start. Here, here we go. I wish I was a little bit taller. Baller. I wish I was a baller. baller. Skilo. Yep. Was Q-Tip in that? I don't think Q-Tip was on deli- was with Delicious Vinyl. Uh. Here's another one. <laughs> Tone Loke. Uh, the, the two songs that are one. Funky Cole Bedina and Wild Thing. Yep. They're, the same, they're the same song. <laughs> and there, I'm trying to remember the other one that was on on there. Uh, I don't know. Start thinking. Of, start naming some one-hit wonder rappers from that era. Uh, shit. Now I got now. I, I got the video in my head. Like it takes two. No, it wasn't. It takes two. Um, off to the principal's office? No. <laughs> oh, See, God. now you got those. We are going to put so many earworms in people's heads with this. Yeah. One. Holy shit. Oh, shit. And I didn't even bring my phone down with me to look this up. <laughs> God damn it. Um, I can't remember the, it wasn't, it wasn't Tone Loke. Young MC, Boston Move. That's the one I was actually, you know, I was actually thinking of the video. Yep. Yep. Bust a Move. Bust a Move. Oh, God. Uh. Okay, Smarty, go to a party. Uh, yep, yep. <laughs> yep that, that was Young MC. That was that whole delicious vinyl okay. records thing. Yeah. Um, I, the Beastie Boys you can't lump in. Nope. as a one hit wonder. No, they had way too many. Nah, the Beasties. The Beasties did it right. You yeah. know, and, License to Ill was an amazing album. And not to say that like guys like Tone Loke didn't do it right, but. The Beasties just had the longevity. I, I just think, well, for a lot of them, it's like, I think they, um, the first one came out, and then, you know, and well, Tone Loke did it, he had the first one come out, whichever it was, Wild Thing or Funky Cold Medina, uh-huh. and then the second one came out, and it sounded exactly like the first, and they loved, they, the PR guys are probably all over that. Yeah. They said, that's perfect, we'll do at least that. He brings his third one out, and the PR guys, but it doesn't sound like the other two. Right. He said, I don't want it. I don't want it to sound like the other two. <laughs> was he working with John Kalodner? Was he a Geffen guy at the time? I don't know if he was a Geffen guy. Like oh. I said, they were, that was, uh, they, they were, their imprint was delicious vinyl. Yeah. But 
Yeah, that, and I think that was a big problem with a lot of, with any one hit wonder for any era. Yeah, you make the one hit, and then your second thing, the PR guys just they don't want to hear that. No, they want to hear, and even you know, you say John Kalodner on like the um, the pump video, uh, he goes back and talks about you know, oh, I don't hear Angel, I don't hear this like Ragdoll. It's like, no, it's a whole different album, right? You fool, right? You know. Well, we need to bring Desmond Child back yeah, in to write and that some was, stuff. You know, and that's where the whole that's where one hit wonder just came about. They re, hit it's and then they want to redo it and then their second, you know, attempt is just like not doesn't sound like the first. Well, how about here's one for you, Britney Fox. Okay. I mean, they had they were really a one album wonder. Yeah. Not so much a one hit cuz a mm-hmm. couple of the songs on there broke a little bit. Um, I mean, the biggest one was obviously Girl School. Yeah. But you had Save the Week, mm-hmm. uh, Long Way to Love. So I guess you could consider uh, Britney Fox a one-hit wonder. Yeah. Kick Tracy was like that, too. Oh, shit. That's a name yeah, I haven't had, heard in they forever. They had No Rules. The album is good. They had Mrs. Robinson, No Rules. The album is actually very good. Uh-huh. But, like, No Rules is the only one you're going to hear. Yeah. And that was the one that I bought the whole album. And like the whole album. Yeah. You know, Kick Tracy should have done more. You know, they were almost like, I think, a, another version that's Cinderella. Yeah. You know? Well, that was that, that was when that Cinderella vibe. was. Yeah. Well, that was when Cinderella was big mm-hmm. and everybody was trying to fu- trying to find the next big Philly band. Yeah. And that's where Britney Fox came mm-hmm. out. And that's where Kick Tracy came out. Yep. Um, I don't know if Kick Tracy was Philly or Jersey, though. Eh, one in the same, really. Yeah. Um, no disrespect to anybody from Philly. I'm sorry I lumped you in with Jersey. Yeah, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I apologize on behalf of Bill. Um, speaking of Jersey, one-hit wonders, Trickster. Oh, my God. And that what was, was their song? Give It To Me Good. Yep, and I, I have the album. And then there's, That's the worst well, part. Uh, there, there, that was another one. There was three singles on it. Yeah. We're really showing our music geekdom tonight. Um, there was three singles on that, especially our '80s music geekdom. Yeah, them. holy that's where shit. we were. That's where we were. Um, you had um, "Give It to Me Good," "One in a Million, and "Surrender." Oh my god, yes! I found, yeah, tri- I got Trickster's album for like a quarter at uh-huh. a yard sale <laughs> because I had such the. I think PJ was one of the members. Yep. And he looked just like a guy that worked at ski ball with me at Dorney. Yeah. I mean, if you put long hair in this kid, it would have been a direct. I mean, I thought it was, you know, hey, you could be his like twin brother, you know, and I just remember that kid forever. Yeah. And we kept calling him PJ, too, which is the word. (laughs) I mean, that it wasn't a bad record. No, it was right. But it was in that third third generation well a third wave of hair metal right when it was on its way out yeah and a lot of bands just they got one good in there and it's eh, we're done would you consider doc in a one-hit wonder oh probably not because i think you know like back for the attack i mean was a was a good album yeah, I wouldn't. Yeah, I don't think I consider them a one hit. There was too many there. I almost would. I almost would consider them a one hit wonder. Um, because nothing. I mean, of course, you had Dream Warriors, which yeah. was huge. 
and Alone Again, which was huge. That was Biz Marquis. <laughs> There's another one hit wonder. <laughs> oh, oh, let's just the diabolical Biz Marquis, oh. just a friend. Oh, I couldn't, and he, but he did Alone Again too. The the Barry Manilow version. Yeah, but oh, I, 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 I'm not a fan of Biz Marquis. <laughs> What's the matter with Biz? Oh, just look. I don't. I don't like. It's honestly. It's he sounds like someone who just woke up in the morning, right? It's like Biz. Let's do a song. Hey, alone again. It's like it's like it was mumble rap before mumble rap was a thing. Yeah, well, I, I'm just not a fan. And then that just a just just a friend thing. It sounds like he has a mouthful of marbles. And every and he's singing horribly off key. Yeah. Oh. Which I think was on purpose. But I it's think like, so. But it's like... To be that bad, you almost have to try. Yeah, and I'm just not a fan of Bismarcky. I know... I mean... <laughs> there's there's other ones out there that do about the same thing now. But I think at the time of being impressionable, Bismarcky just was not my favorite. What about Marky Mark and the Funky Bunch? Oh, good vibrations. <laughs> I think he wants to forget that. Uh, he does. But well, he wanted to fight Eminem. Because uh, that one time when TRL, when Total Request Live was still a thing, yeah, they had Eminem on, and Mark Wahlberg was the uh, was like a guest host or something. And M comes out, he says, "Isn't this a fun bunch?" <laughs> and the look that Mark it's, gave him was just like, like he wanted to kill him. You know. Now his brother Donnie was in the New Kids, right? Yes. Okay, so he was he needed to branch out. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that was at the time. That was at that wonderful 90s time when, like, white people were doing weird stuff, too. <laughs> you remember when the, when the New Kids on the Block had the concert at Dorney? I do. I do remember that. I was working that night. I got to, I got to, um, I got to see them from a respectable distance. Yeah. Because they, they went through the park right by Ski Ball. And it was like, there was no one like there's no one following them. There's no crowds of people. There's no um, anybody like giving a shit. Yeah. <laughs> but they were flanked by so much security. It's like, what do you think? They're the president. It's like it's like nobody's coming near them. You're keeping nobody away. They could have walked single file and no one would give a shit. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I can remember the screaming at the at the Grove. Yeah. <laughs> right up the. the it's like you just sort of like, why are they screaming so loud? <laughs> oh shit! I'm trying to think of some other good one-hit wonders. Uh, we brought up Biz Marquee, <laughs> Vanilla Ice. Was he a one-hit wonder though? Yeah, he had two hits. What was the other one? Um, exactly. No wait. <laughs> it was Ice Ice Baby. And there was another one for Christ's sake. No, there wasn't. He had two. No, he had two. Jim's probably got it on vinyl, but (laughs) (laughs) Jim probably uses it to make the wiki wiki noise. Yeah. Oh, what was the other one? I know he had two. No, now I'm not giving this one up. Now go talk amongst yourself. Here's another good one, and you'll you you and I were both fans of this song, and don't claim you weren't. Snow. I loved Informer. (laughs) Yes, I did. And you know what? I love some of the other ones. Lonely Monday Morning is a great song on that album. Yeah, it is. 
But you know, everybody knows Informer. Yes. And the first time you hear it, you swear the dude is some guy from freaking like Kingston, Jamaica. Yep. And he's a white dude from Ontario, Canada. Yep. And I know I I still don't know any of the lyrics. With the one MC Sean and the one Daddy Snow, we get together. It's a tornado, Informer. Yep. You find it? I'm getting there. I got Vanilla Ice up. Okay. I know that I know he had two. I, I accidentally put in Ice Ice Baby, which was dumb. Would uh, would you use a stage name too if your name was Rob Van Winkle? No, I wouldn't. I'd own that shit. I'd own that shit. I'd be Rip. No. Here we go. Oh, you can even listen to him. Let's not. <laughs> All right. No, I'm getting there. Just you know, keep keep okay, naming, keep okay, naming, okay, keep okay. <laughs> keep naming shit. Yeah, well, a lot of it is. A lot of it was shit. Um, Play that funky music. That was it. Oh, okay. I forgot about that. <laughs> I forgot about that. I so did I until I looked it up, but it was there. Well, since you bring up play that funky music, Bay City Rollers. The Bay City no, the Bay City Roller. That wasn't the Bay City Rollers. Okay, I that was sc- Casey and the Sunshine Band. I screwed up. That I, was Casey and the Sunshine. All the seventies band. bands are the same. What the hell was the Bay City Rollers' big hit? Saturday night, all right for fighting or something. That's Elton John. No, he they did that one too, didn't they? That's an Elton John song, and Flotsam and Jetsam no, did it. S A T U R D A Y night. No. Okay, that's not Saturday night's all right for fighting. <laughs> that's two completely different songs. You fuckwit. <laughs> They're all smashing in my head at one time. I can't keep it together now. Demolition Derby in your head, huh? Oh uh, uh, yeah, that's. No, Saturday night's all right for fighting is Elton John. Okay. Um, gonna get as oiled as a diesel train. Gonna yeah, set down a light. Yeah. Oh, God damn it. We should have a computer up that's for all Sir this. That's Sir Elton. We need a computer up for all this at all time because there's no way we can actually remember any of these songs. Well, that's what makes it fun is we're trying to pull this right out of our freaking brain pans. What are you looking at now? Bay City Rollers. The Bay I, City Rollers. I need, I need to know what the song is that had Saturday night. I love Google has, you can actually just, and the new phone is beautiful. Oh, they're Scottish? I didn't know they were Scottish. They the, haven't called the Tartan Teen Sensations from Edinburgh. Oy. I did not know that. I didn't know that either. That absolutely nothing to do. I figured they were from San Francisco, a Bay City, you know. Wow, they had a lot of albums, too. Ava to Christmas, Shangalang. What the hell? Shangalang. In 2015. Whoa. You know, a deep dive in the Bay City Rollers. Let's not do a deep dive. We just want to scratch the surface. What was their big hit in America? Uh, no, not Wake Up Little Susie. Not ple- Am I looking up the right band here? Bay City. Keep on dancing. That might be it. I don't no, know. No, that was number nine. Uh, Saturday Night. Yeah, that was the name of the yeah, song. Yeah, there you go. You dick. Yeah, but it's not Saturday Night's All Right for Fighting, which is what you said. Jackass. <laughs> I screwed it up, all right? I screwed it up. <laughs> yes, you did. You screwed the pooch. You, there's, there's every song has Saturday night in because no one writes about a Wednesday. Mm, well, no. the, the Cure wrote about Friday. They wrote about every day of the week. Yes, they did. And so did the Beatles. Yeah. Well, They even added a day. Yeah, eight days a week. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, what about, oh, here you go, Julian Lennon. Yes, what was his song? I can't remember it. I know I, ha- I have it in my one-hit wonders folder, too. 
I cannot remember his song. I can't remember it either, but yep. I know it was out there. Yep, it was. Oh, then there, there was girlfriend. Um, girlfriend. By oh shit! Now I, I'm my my brain's breaking. It's breaking. Matthew Sweet. Matthew Sweet. I don't yeah. know it. Yeah, the video was done like they had anime backgrounds in it. Okay. Here. Oh shit. We're we're glancing over some obvious ones here. Mm. Aha. Yep, take on me. Yes. Such a such a cool video and so groundbreaking for the time. For the time, yeah. Yeah, no one's actually strangely no one's does videos like has never done a video like that again either. No. You it, know. It's weird that they have that they haven't. Here's another one we kind of glossed over. Uh well, not glossed over, but like completely forgot about. The outfield. Which one was that? I know the outfield. I don't remember which the song was. I, I'll know it if I hear it because I think it plays constantly on my 80s. Your day. love. Your love. Which one? Josie's on That's a vacation the one. Oh, far away. I fucking hate that. Oh, I love that <laughs> song. I heard it too many times. I love that song. Mm-hmm. It's such a fun song. It's. I think it's depressing, isn't it? No. Yeah. It's a fun song to play. And uh, How about the Hooters? <laughs> Which one was that? Do you want to dance? And we danced. And we danced. And and like I have the Nervous Night album. Yeah. It's a good album. You know, I mean, there's a lot of good stuff on it. Uh, All You Zombies. And we danced. um, Nervous. The song Nervous Night. They they should have been bigger than they were. The Hooters to me were like that 80s, 90s version of the Monkees. It's like, I can't believe they're actually a band. Yeah. You know, it reminds me of something that would have been on TV. Yeah, yeah, you're too, you're was, not wrong. It was it was too. They were too perfect. You're not wrong. Yeah, Michael Penn also did. I think it was Sean Penn's brother did. Um, no Myth. You gotta get more into the '90s shit, man. The '90s shit had some great one hit wonders. I don't know that one. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. No. No Myth and Girlfriend were two back to back that were were just amazing at the time. Well, you got to remember, I did spend a good chunk of the 90s, like, secluded on military bases. Yeah. I spent a good point in the bottom of a bottle. And, and, and I was in the bottom of yeah. a bottle, too. We were, I, I didn't have the, the attention span for most 90s music, but if it was a one-hit wonder, I heard it. <laughs> oh. What about country one-hit wonders? You know what? I'm probably going to draw a blank on that totally because I don't know any. Because, I mean, anyone I can think of that had more, had I mean, Don't Rock the Jukebox is probably like maybe a, a one hit from Alan Jackson, but I have a lot of his albums. Alan Jackson's got very a good. ton of hits. Right, in country, but I mean, I, I don't know. Al, Alan Jackson's got a ton of hits. Aaron Tipton had my Aaron, Blue Angel. Tip in. Whatever. What? Don't well, get on well, me. Well, well, he had a couple more than Wait, my what, Blue Angel. What did I say? Tipped in. What's the difference? A big <laughs> difference. Uh, Aaron Tippin, he had a couple more than my Blue Angel. Um, working work, class hero. Working class hero, working man's PhD. Yeah. Uh, that's as close as I'll get to loving you. Yeah, I know. I mean, that's what I mean. I, I didn't. I didn't listen to so much country that I know who's a hit and wasn't. The one, the one that is jumping out of my brain right now, as far as country one hit wonders, "Achy Breaky Heart" by Billy Ray Cyrus. <laughs> yep, <laughs> that, that defined one hit wonder. Yeah, 
Well, you know what? You know when you have your da- you have when your song has its own dance created. You know you you know you've and I'm sure there's country people that would scream in my ear for this. But now you had Hootie and the Blowfish. Mm-hmm. What was their hit? Hootie, uh, let her cry. Hold okay. my hand. Right. And then Darius Rucker without the Blowfish. Wagon wheel. Yeah. <laughs> Or, yeah. or no, mama rock me, whatever. Yeah, it's wagon Christ. wheel. Yeah, it's that's an earworm but and a half. He's he's got a few other. See, I don't. He's got a few other hits out there. I'm one of those people that watch the CMAs, and it's just like I don't know any of these songs. Yeah, yeah, I I don't know. Well, like like country music has gone, um, country music has gone really really far south, as far as the quality. Everything sounds the same. It all sounds like all these all these new bands, like the, this fucking Dirk Bentley clown. Um, <laughs> Dirk Bentley clown. Yeah, fuck that guy. Uh, Florida Georgia Line, all this shit like that, and it all started with Rascal Flatts. I don't. It, 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 there's no emotion in the songs. It it, it it's. Well. Like I, I don't disagree with you. I, I just don't listen to country. Yeah, I, I, I listen to old. I listen to older yeah. country, but like I listen, I hear any of this new shit, and I just want to fucking throw shit. Um, like, have you ever heard Aaron Lewis's version of "What Hurts the Most"? No, who did that originally? It was originally done by a guy named Jeffrey Steele. Oh, because I know the song, and then Rascal Flatts raped it. Ah, that's where I probably heard the version of it. Listen to Jeffrey Steele's version. Yeah. Um it there's 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 grit, there's heart, there's emotion in that song. Mm. Listen to Aaron Lewis's version. Yeah. Now Aaron Lewis has a phenomenal voice and he's got a very powerful voice and a very emotive voice. I would give my right arm to have Aaron Lewis's voice. That that version of what hurts the most Hits you right in the feels. Okay. Rascal Flats. There's that, nothing there. Yeah, I unearthed one. Um, Vicky Lawrence um, did um, "Night Lights Went Out in Georgia." Yes, which is an, a wonderful song. Yes, and that's one where, well, of course, the rest of the album, eh, but she did the one song, and actually was good. Yeah, but that was like that's that old country that. Yeah. I, I just, in fact, I just heard Vicky Lawrence's version of "The Night the Lights Went Out in Georgia." Yeah, and I immediately, in my head, a beat it with Reba McIntyre's. Ah, and because I love Reba McIntyre, she's okay. a phenomenal performer, a great singer, and you know she, her version of of that song is just it. it that's that's badass. Hmm. I got nothing but respect for that. But Vicki Lawrence did do a, an admirable job on that yeah, song. Yeah, I mean, I, I, there are certain ones. Um, Harper Valley PTA was another yes. one that... That I was Vicki Lawrence, too. Yeah, I mean, I'm looking... No, that was uh, Riley. Somebody Riley. John, uh, I, was, I almost said John C. Riley. No, it was, <laughs> I think Gene... I, I have the... Uh, yeah, I unearthed you're so right, many weird you're right, albums. Right. I unearthed so many weird albums going through all that stuff. Like, that, was, that was a one-hit wonder. Yep, yep. Uh, that was we're going from the. I think we've hit like every decade, but the recent ones, which I couldn't tell you what recent one hit wonders are because 
Well, it's like every band, every every. I, you can't even call them bands for the most part anymore. Every current act mm-hmm. is built to be a one-hit wonder. The shelf life of a current musical act is five years. Yeah. You know, you're never going to have a band with the longevity of an Aerosmith or no. a Kiss or a Metallica. Um, you'll never have that again. Yeah. I think the last one that you're going to see like that, that has that kind of staying power, is Slipknot. Because mm. Slipknot's going on 20 years. Yeah. And I think they're the last band... Other than maybe a, a, a maybe some some of the rock acts like the Foo Fighters, maybe that are going to have a, a legitimate career. Yeah, they're you know I, like a long term thing. Yeah, casual. I mean, casual people that listen to some of like like me. I'm I'm more of a casual listener than most. I couldn't name you all the members of certain bands that I really enjoy. Right. So if they replaced a guitarist, I don't know. Right. You know, when it's like, no, but I knew every member of Aerosmith and Kiss. Yeah. You know, ACDC. You can name all the members of these bands. Right. And even the eras of when people left and came in. Yep. I can, I, I can do the same thing, you know. You know. It's like, I can name you, like, Ozzy's guitarists. Yeah, exactly. You know, and, okay, wait, no, that record, no, that was not Jakey e. Lee. That was, mm-hmm. that was the first Zach Wilde record, or so forth and so on, you know. Yeah, and then there's, there's. There's bands nowadays that it's like I didn't even know somebody left. Yeah, <laughs> it's yeah. They didn't. They didn't seem to change. No, I didn't get the memo that so and so left the band. And I didn't even know till almost quite recently that System of a Doubt even broke up. Well, they didn't break up. They just went on a hiatus. Permanent hiatus. They don't even sound no. like they speak to each other. I last I heard, they were get trying to put something back yeah. together for uh, a reunion tour. I wonder if they'd be classified as one-hit wonder because you can only sometimes people know Chop Suey and that's about it. Well, Chop Suey, Toxicity, um, BYOB, Sugar, but but to the but for the for the casual fan, yeah, it's Toxicity, yeah, some or Chop Suey, Chop Suey, I think definitely because everyone knew Chop Suey at the time. Yeah, uh, that's that's what I mean. It's like the the even even someone like Slipknot. I mean, what I would be interested to see someone that doesn't know these bands. Yeah. What song they know. If if anybody like a casual listener is going to know anything from Slipknot, the chances are they're going to know um, Snuff, which is, you know, a mm-hmm. ballad. Yeah. Um, they might know The Devil and I, which is pretty recent. Possibly Duality. Not people equal shit. No, they're not going to know people equal shit. Oh. They're not going to know the heretic anthem. Okay. Uh, they're not going to know uh, pulse of the maggots. You know, they're not going to know things like that. Uh, they're they're not going to know know the negative one. Yeah. You know, that's what I kind of wonder is that when we talk about like that's why I keep saying we do we know less. <laughs> you know, can somebody name another Boston song but Amanda? <laughs> More than a feeling. Well, how many? <laughs> uh, more, uh, well, I, like Boston, you could almost consider a one-hit wonder. Yeah, because you had um, you had more than a feeling. Mm-hmm. Maybe uh, taking my time. 
Yeah, the, a lot of those. And uh, and later on, because it didn't come out to the third record, which was fucking ten years after the second one, Amanda. That's about the only one I know. Yeah. <laughs> Mike and the Mechanics. Oh God, what the hell was Mike and the Mechanics? Was it one? the Living Years? <laughs> I I honestly couldn't tell you. That well, might... wasn't it. All I need is a miracle. Was that Don Henley? <laughs> I don't I don't know. All I need is a miracle is like popping into my head. It might have been. I, I know that the, the bands are out there. Well, Don Henley's big solo hit was probably would probably be the Boys of Summer. Wait, that was Brian Adams. No, that was Summer of 69. See, they're crashing in the head again. They're crashing in the no, head. Don Henley was the Boys of Summer. You know, and then I uh, um, you had Dirty Laundry. Yes. Uh, Night moves? No, no, Bob no. That's Seger. Bob Seeger. Never mind. Never mind. That that's Bob Seeger. Glenn Fry, Smuggler's Blues, <laughs> and uh, the heat is on. That was when everybody had a mullet and the beard mustache combo. Yes, <laughs> there was a look. Yeah, that was. I mean, the heat is on. That was Don. That was uh, Glenn Fry. Yeah, I I can't remember who did what. That's the worst part now. It's like, man, just just try to remember who did what. I heard one today. All uh, grade 80s one hit wonder. Fantasy by Aldo Nova. <laughs> oh my god. See, and I remember fa- Aldo Nova for Blood on the Bricks. Right. Is and I know but I know Fantasy was their big hit. Yeah. Oh my god. And that came out right around the time of the first Bon Jovi record. <laughs> which I which Oddly enough, you know who played guitar on the first Bon Jovi record? Who? Fucking Aldo Nova. <laughs> it wasn't Richie Sambora. Uh. In it, like in the videos, it's Richie because he had joined the band by that time. But in the studio, it was actually Aldo Aldo Nova. Damn. I almost said Aldo Montoya. Nah, he didn't do that. <laughs> <laughs> no, but if he did, did he have the jock strap on his uh. head? <laughs> That's a whole other show about the. One hit wonders of wrestling. Oh, oh! One, one match wonders. Yeah. Uh, one gimmick wonders. <laughs> yes. Well, shit. Speaking of uh, Aldo Montoya, he was in the news again. Uh, PJ PJ Polacco. Mm-hmm. Uh, he was in the news again. I guess he took advance booking fees for a few shows and no showed the shows, and then just like totally ghosted the promoters. Ah. Uh. Come on, man. Dick move, just incredible. Yeah. Dick move. At least show up for your hot dog. Yeah. Show up for your hot dog and handshake. Uh, but anyway. Um, oh, God. I'm trying to think. Stay so, out of the 70s, man. We'll, go, we'll die there. Uh, can you think of some metal one, some more metal one hit wonders? That, that is where it gets weird because... Did we know it as metal one hit wonders or not? You know, I mean, yeah, we we, we kind of got to look at it through a different lens. Yeah, that, uh, let's see, metal. I'm looking at the end. Slaughter up all night. Yeah, that you had Flight of the Angels too. Yeah, you know, every every band at that time had the B side ballad. You can't. Yeah, it's like we're gonna release a rock song, then you're gonna release the ballad. Okay, Nuno, play more than words. Play it. It's like there's one. <laughs> Extreme, because who knows anything other than more than words? Well, I do. 
And I do. Get the funk out. Get the funk out. That's the hard part. I uh, mean, just name me once for all day sucker. Yeah. I mean, I think, and suicidal tendencies may be only known for institutionalized. Yeah. Outside of that. And there's so much, so much more great shit oh, in the suicidal catalog. The whole Lights, Camera, Revolution album. Oh, yeah. But, I mean, everyone, you say something about a Pepsi, everyone knows institutionalized. Yeah. Metal, 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 metal. I don't know if this is one hit wonder or not, but I have to tell this story. My brother's getting married, and as part of the RSVP, everybody's allowed to pick a song for the DJ to play. I pick Slayer, Seasons in the Abyss. Nice. And, of course, Lisa said, you you didn't do that. I said, of course I did. Why, why wouldn't I pick the greatest Slayer song of all time? I cannot wait till that cues up. <laughs> As soon as you hear that opening, bang, dong, dong. <laughs> that's gonna be awesome. It's gonna be great. I'd have picked. I, I'd have picked like Raining Blood or Altar of Sacrifice. I just, I just absolutely. Well, I didn't want to get something too heavy. Yeah, where people are just like upset. You know, I think you're gonna. I think you're gonna upset people with with Seasons in the Abyss. No, it's too good of a song. Grandma's gonna be. It's like, not War Ensemble. Ooh. <laughs> Ooh. Or God hates us all. Yeah, I mean Slayer's Slayer's had a lot of I mean, seasons in the it's it's a nice mellow tune. I've always loved it. That is another album with no skip songs. Mostly. It's a long ass you're gonna you're gonna play that album, you're gonna be sitting for a long ass time. Yeah, it's okay. It's Slayer, it's worth it. That's a six pack of beer. We're gonna just sit, we're we're doing it all. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um Metal metal one hit wonders is so difficult. <laughs> I guess you could consider Danzig a one hit wonder, because other like, other than the fans, nobody knows Mother. No, nope. nobody knows uh, anything but Mother. Yeah, well, probably. Although his albums up to the third one, are rock solid. Then oh, yeah. the, the fourth one started getting a bit weird. Yeah, yeah. The fourth one was what? That was Black Acid Evil, right? No, that was five. Okay. Yeah, fourth was just they just named it four. He was one that just named everything like, right? You know, one, two, three, four, five, six. Well, two had a title. It was Lucifuge. Lucifuge. Then yeah, three was. Um, I think it was just Danzig three. No, there was a title to it, not Dirty Black Summer. <laughs> no, but that's on there. Yeah, but I know it was, um, you know, and then four had symbols like he was Zeppelin or something. Yeah, <laughs> Danzig's weird. Yeah. I I don't I would consider Danzig a one hit wonder probably, in that if you're looking at that, uh, metal metal metal. My my brain just keeps going to hair metal. <laughs> I hate it that that does that. Yeah, it's like you say metal and I just think poison. <laughs> no, they weren't a one hit wonder. They they no, had, they, they had, weren't. But Firehouse, once in a lifetime, uh, love of a lifetime, <sighs> love of a lifetime, um. They had one more. Uh, all she wrote. Yep. Oh God. Bye bye, baby. Uh, bye bye. You know the the cover was great for that album. Yeah. I'm I'm just not a fan of that. I I wasn't a fan of his voice. I I think that there was that version of metal that there was your fun metals like Poisons and Cinderellas, and uh, you know that wasn't so heavy. But then there was that. Just almost like bubblegum pop metal. Slaughter. Slaughter, Firehouse, Firehouse. 
winger. Yeah. That just Bon Jovi. Yeah, uh, was, was just this. Ugh. But Bon Jovi, I I think. Oh God, I'm sounding like a fucking Bon Jovi apologist. <laughs> but Bon Jovi, they they've had staying power. They're still play, they're still playing stadiums. You know, they're uh, John and John and the guys are still playing stadiums, and a lot of their stuff. It's not. Simple three chord pop. Richie Sambora is mm. a, he's not with him anymore. I know, I just, but I... he's an amazing fucking guitar player. Like, I like mind bogglingly good. Like, if you ever listen to his solo stuff, it'll blow your mind. Mm. I don't, I don't doubt. I just, I'm not that that. There's that whole side of hair metal. I'm just not the biggest fan of, and I won't turn it off if it comes on. Yeah. But I'm just kind of like, okay, next song, please. <laughs> yeah. yeah I, I get that way, too. Like, And there's certain Bon Jovi songs that I just, uh, that, no, uh, skip instantly. Because I've heard them so many times, you know. Well, that's what irritates me. It's like, I, I on my way to work, it seems like no matter what metal station I'm listening to, they're going to slip a Bon Jovi in there. And it's going to piss me off. Even on liquid metal, it seems like it. You can't get away from them. I I can't see Jose Mangan playing Bon Jovi. <laughs> Jose, you know the Satanic Hispanic. I, you know what I? I have weird mixed feelings about Jose Mangan. I think Jose. I I cannot stand his like that the vault show that they do. I don't have serious anymore. Uh, so. it, yeah, it's a, it's a game show that they do, and they play some of the most obscure shit imaginable, and act like everyone should know it. See, like I I used to listen to Into the Trivia Pit. That's the one. Yeah. Oh. Uh, yeah. Some of the shit is really obscure. Yeah, and they act like you should know this as a no. Doesn't mean you should know it. Yeah. Lob some softballs. I I. I, I <laughs> I like Jose. I think Jose Mangan is a really, really good ambassador for metal. Oh, I do. I love the show. Yeah, and I, you know, and you can tell Jose's got true passion for yeah. the music. You know, I like Jose Mangan. If you got, yeah, if you got, you're in that business, you got to have passion for it. Yeah, but not everyone that listens has, or such... else you become Don Jameson. Well, yes. <laughs> it's... <laughs> Uh, I feel bad for him sometimes. I don't. No, I feel bad for him because I listen to um, the raw, com- raw comedy comedy on nine- Channel 99. Yeah, Raw Dog Comedy. Yeah. Somebody there don't like Don Jameson. Yeah, you were telling yeah, me about they this. They slow his bits up, they speed him up, they muffle up, and they sound like shit. And it's like, it's like we're playing it because we're contractually obligated to, but that doesn't mean I have to play them well. Yeah, yeah, you, you told me about yeah. that. I actually, when I still had Twitter, I actually, and as much as I'm not a fan of Don Jameson, I let him know that was going on in serious. Yeah. It's like, hey, they're screwing with your bits, man. I mean, I know this is your livelihood, you know, just letting you know. Yeah. I, 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 I'm not a fan of Don Jameson. I, I always thought that metal show would have been better with just... Eddie and uh, and Florentine. 
No, I think he. I think he added something. I think the problem with this, his persona on that metal show, to me, he was forced. Yeah. Okay. Because like, when they would do the knockout segments, you know, he would contradict or whatever it was when they would like, the three would talk about something. Yeah. Florentine and Eddie would have an opinion on something, and he would take the opposite opinion just to have a discussion. Yeah. And and but he would say like, well, you could you knew if you watch the show a lot. He didn't believe what he was saying because he would contradict it in other shows. Yeah. Now, and if if we would riff on something like that, you know, hey, let's throw down a topic. And, you know, there are times we'll throw down a topic. We'll agree on shit. Enough said. We're done. Yeah. You know, and I think they didn't want to do that. But it's like, well, we want this topic, but somebody has to be the disagreer. Yeah. And, and I think that's a disservice. Yeah. You know, if nobody disagrees on it, find another topic. Right. But and and the reason it, I think the reason it fell to Jameson is because he's genuinely not likable. <laughs> Sometimes. Yeah. Yeah. I, I He's genuinely not likable. Yeah. Like you could picture sitting and having a discussion with Eddie Trunk. Oh, yeah, we have. And we have. We, we've had that discussion. He's just a most personal person ever. Right. You can picture sitting in some seedy bar like Jabberjaws. <laughs> yeah. And having a beer with Jim Florentine. And just talking, you know, different bands. Talking rock and roll. Yeah. I, I, I can't ever picture having a fucking beer with Don Jameson. And having an actual conversation. Or having a conversation with Don Jameson. Because he does name drop a lot, too. Yeah. You know, he has, and yes, he's open for a lot of the bands and he lets you know what his stint was and all that other stuff. I mean, it's Florentine's comedy act. It's almost like this. I don't give a shit what you think. Right. And I love his one comedy album. I got the house. Yeah. That, it, he, he, he's putting down his own life and how, how they, don't worry. I got the house. <laughs> Oh, from his first divorce. Yeah. 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 <laughs> I love Jim Florentine. Yeah, Jim Flor- Jim Florentine is a national treasure. Yes, he is. Yes, he is. Him and uh, uh, the Reverend Bob Levy. Mm-hmm. I, I, that is a comedy double bill I would love to see live. And uh, oh, who's the... Um, he did I'm More Metal Than You. Brian Posehn. Brian Posehn. Yes. He is also another person that... oh. He he gets all the geek roles on TV, but yeah. I, I absolutely adore him yeah. for for also flying that metal flag. Yeah, well, I mean, he had his one he had his one hit, yeah. metal by numbers, or was it more metal than you? Uh, they're, uh, they're both. I mean, I don't know if anybody yeah. would know it, it. It's good stuff. Yeah, I mean, metal by num- metal by numbers is just such a yes, fun song. It is. They're, they're, yeah, he 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 understands. We have a sense of humor. And if yeah. you don't if you don't laugh at his prediction of of us as metalheads, yeah, then you're doing it wrong. Exactly, metalheads. I mean, we cannot take what we do seriously. No, <laughs> like like when he's talking about the mosh pit, you know, like the sweaty the sweaty Hispanic guy in the mosh pit. We've all seen that. Yes, we've all fucking been there. Yes, or just the chorus of the song. Yep. Cookie Monster vocals or yell like a Wookiee. Metal by numbers. Cookie, cookie, cookie. Yeah, we we all know it. And it's yep. like, if, if you can't laugh at that. Yeah. You know, this our, this genre was, I mean, when you have bands, and I'm not, like, Guar and Slipknot 
you know, and even Mudvayne. I've seen Mudvayne to an extent. You, you, you can't. Uh, I mean, it's the 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 look. Well, to be f- to be fair, um, uh, the, it, you're talking. It's not f- comedy. No, Guar's comedy. Yeah. Well, no. I mean, it's not. I'm not saying, but I'm not saying everything is like a comedy act. But it's like right. But but it's like it's theatrics. It's to theatrical. It. Right. Slipknot is like to this day super theatrical with their stage pre- pre- presentation. Yeah. Mudvayne actually stopped doing the makeup and mm. shit after the second record. Um, Speaking of Mudvayne, yes. I'd be remiss if I didn't tell you this. Um, Jim informed me that one of the first concerts he ever saw was Mudvayne. Fuck you, Jim. <laughs> he wanted me to make sure I told you. <laughs> eat, a, eat a large satchel of Richards, Jim. Oh. I will see Mudvayne. I just I just remembered that he told me that we were walking. And he said because we were talking about it, and he said I've seen Mudvayne. <laughs> yeah, probably uh, probably like on a, on an Ozfest. Yeah, and I and I was like I was like okay, I'll tell him. <laughs> yeah, because like like I know they did it. I did. I think they did like two Ozfests, and uh, you know he might have seen them on there. And dude, yeah. dude, you got one on me. Yeah. I've never. <laughs> seen, I have yet to see my Mudvayne. But I have seen Mushroom Head like fifteen times. Yes, <laughs> and Slayer about nine or ten. Yeah, I can. I, I've I've lost count of who I've seen. I still don't remember who I've seen the most. I just know I've had fun every time. Oh yeah, yeah. All right, back to one hit wonders. We wasted enough time. <laughs> we we always gotta have a segue, right? It's somewhere. It's it's not a segue. It's a freaking derailment. Vixen was another. There you go. Um, I think was it um, Edge of a Broken Heart. Yep, was their song. I know the B side was Tangerine or something like that. Right, but, but nope, nobody knows Tangerine. <laughs> but yeah, Edge of Edge of a Broken Edge heart. of a Broken Heart. Um, Lita Ford, Kiss Me Deadly. Yep. And that, well, and she had the close my eyes forever thing with oh, Ozzy. Such a good song, beautiful song, beautiful song. Yeah, would you consider? I mean, I don't know if on the outside, Ozzy. I mean, did he? I mean, were any of them actually hits though? I don't know. I mean, we all we we all can recite every album back and forth, right? But were any of them hits? I don't know if anything ever charted. Yeah, that's the you know, weird part. That I know. But that's the thing is metal is its own like is its own bubble in yeah. a lot of ways because Judas Priest has never been on the charts. Mm-hmm. But we can recite chapter and verse. Yeah. What, you know, Judas Priest has done. Iron Maiden the same way. Mm-hmm. Uh you can't lump Metallica in there anymore. No, my god, no. <laughs> um you know, they've become uh they've become after the Black Album, everybody knew Metallica, and more power to them. I don't yeah. consider them sellouts. Well, I, I, hey, you, as a musician, you want to get the biggest audience possible. Newstead said it best. He said, "People call us sellouts, and yes, yeah. we do sell out every seat every night." Speaking of Newstead, did you see the news where they're talking about he's going to be the next basis for Megadeth? It's or? not. He said it's not going to happen. Okay, all right. He said it's not going to happen. So that was just a clickbait article. It was clickbait. I would love to see it. I I mean, I looked at that and I'm like, well, that's logical. I would love to see it. Yes. <laughs> I, I would love to see it. Just to see the look on that little Dutch prick's face. I don't think he even... I think... I don't... Honestly, on his pile of money, 
I don't think he cares. Yeah, that's true. There's that's a true. there's a part of me that thinks he, uh, Jason who? <laughs> well, no, well, because you you've seen some kind of monster, right? Not yet. Oh shit, dude, you gotta watch it. There's a part in there I'm, where I am working on it. Where Kirk and Lars go to an Echo Brain show, mm-hmm. which was Jason's band after he left Metallica, yeah. and Lars is like just just distraught. <laughs> We're the past. Jason's the future. Yeah, and Echo Brain didn't work out. No, and it sucks because Echo Brain was good. Mm. Echo Brain was very good. Um, uh, Faster Pussycat. Would you ah. consider them a one-hit wonder? Well, the only one everybody knows is Bathroom Wall. That and House of Pain. But uh, mm, That's my Achilles heel, that song. Mine too. Yeah. That, although the whole, that whole album... With uh, Poison Ivy. See, the first album wasn't so much. Their second album, what was that called? Wake Me When It's Over. Wake Me When It's Over. I love that album. Yep. Uh, but I have to skip over House of Pain. Um, there are times when I can't listen to it. Yeah, I, I can never listen to it. That one's, that was too, but the rest of the album, love it. Yeah. Uh, I mean, those those guys. They- I, think, I think with Bathroom Wall is probably one hit wonder. And then their second album. Only fans got. Yeah. Uh, and, see, fat, and now, see, the hair metal. You can't stop going to hair metal. No, you can't. To, you can't. You really was, can't. There was so many, so many hair metal. By, um, not, well, Lizzie Borden. Yeah, well, the only one that anybody would know would be <laughs> their cover of Born to be Wild. Yes. Which is trash. But it's there. It's there, but it's trash. <laughs> It's horrible. <laughs> it's horrible. There's a reason nobody ever heard of Lizzie Borden. People heard of him. Like four people other than me and you. All right. What's the hit that Anvil had? No, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Kidding. Sorry. It's just. Uh, I know what the was, hell was it? There Me- was. There metal was. on metal. No. That none of them. I actually, I bought into that. I never heard of them before. And then that, you know, Anvil, the story of Anvil came out. And I watched it. And I thought, man, how did these guys not get a break? So I, then I started getting, you know, looking up Anvil stuff. And I'm like, okay, I see why they didn't get a break. What the hell? <laughs> yeah, they're... they're I'd d- rather listen to Odin. <laughs> Odin wasn't bad. Odin was good. Anvil was bad. Yes. The, uh, the, oh, the Canadian band. Here you go. Here's a Canadian one-hit wonder for you. Triumph. I've heard of them, and I can't tell you which song they had. Magic Power. Nope, don't know it. <laughs> Lay it on the line. I don't know. Okay. Here's another Canadian one-hit wonder. The Bare Naked Ladies. They were Canadian? Yeah, oh, yeah. Oh, didn't know that. Yeah. Big in Canada. Which one did they do? It's been one week since you looked at me. Okay, enough. <laughs> don't get that stalk in the head, God damn it. That's an earworm. Oh, God. Uh, let me see. They had one week, and then there was uh, uh, Pinch Me. All right. So if, if you're going to put that bare naked, I'm going to put Sugar Ray in your goddamn head. There you go. Yeah. Every morning, it's a halo. <laughs> yep. Or uh, on that same vein, you got Smash Mouth. <laughs> oh, Smash Mouth. With All Star. They had a few, though, didn't they? Walking on the Sun. Yeah, Walking on the Sun. Their cover of I'm a Believer mm-hmm. was, you know, charted pretty well. That was... For you know, for the Shrek movie, Len, steal Len. my sunshine! Oh Jesus Christ! 
You're going deep now. Yeah, they're Canadian. They are? They are Canadian. I remember this because they did their whole video like they were from Florida. With scooters and going down the boulevard on the beach. Uh-huh. <laughs> They're Canadian as all hell. How about Crazy Town? Oh, God. <laughs> oh, that butterfly song just sticks in your head. No yep. one doesn't go away. Yep. That was their one hit. Yep. I always wanted the crazy bitch. Uh, Buck Cherry. Buck Cherry is the other one. Yep. Buck Cherry. Uh, they had a couple. Yeah, but Crazy Bitch was the one that Crazy like, Bitch was every the... every woman of that era was you know the self proclaimed crazy bitch. Yeah, this is my song. Yes, I I go out to the dance clubs with my wine. Yeah, nowadays it would be my with my white claw. You know? Yep. Oh yeah. Yeah. Um, Theory of a Dead Man. I like Theory of a Dead Man. I like them too. I the one song I liked was uh, Low Life. L- Low Life. <laughs> Uh, but great. I don't think that was the one that. No, the one that the one their big one was. Uh, my girlfriend's got. Oh, the um, bad girlfriend. Yeah, bad girlfriend. That's it. Yeah. <laughs> I can't remember. I I can't believe I didn't remember the name of it because Snacky played that forever. Yeah. Chevelle the red. Chevelle. Uh, well, they had to that and send the pain below. See, I don't know that one. I remember the red though. Yep. Oh man, the the. Goofy, I was that nineties or two thousands? It was nineties. See, I can't. I get. Those, or no, early two thousands. Yeah, the two thousands that get mixed up. That was early two I mean, thousands. Thanks to like Limp Biscuit. Yeah. <laughs> oh God, what's another one that goes along with uh, Chevelle? Uh, Hinder. Hinder. Yep. Lips of an angel. <laughs> the cheating song. Yeah. <laughs> That's another one that was bastardized by some country prick. It might have been, but I mean, I. I just remember. I remember when these songs came on, and like everybody seemed to relate to them. It's especially like it's like, oh, she's the crazy bitch. Why is he singing this? So you know what that's about, right? Don't don't be singing that around your wife. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You ain't it, you, no shit. Um, well, Hinder did have one other one. Um, they had a what? The, Get stoned. Okay, was that them? Yeah. All right. Yep. They had Get stoned. Who, who's the one? I like the way you look at me. I like the way you smack my Puddle ass. of mud. <laughs> Puddle of mud. Puddle of mud. But their biggest one would be She Hates Me. <laughs> yeah. I always thought that singer looked like Edge. Yeah. <laughs> uh, if Edge was a meth head, he might yeah. look like Wes Scantlin. <laughs> yeah. You know, he might look like Wes Scantlin. Dude, go on YouTube and find Puddle of Mud covering uh, Nirvana. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. <laughs> so bad it is so bad um i can't remember the name of the song off the top of my head but they did it in serious in serious xm studios yeah west scanton looks like he's passing a fucking cinder block trying to sing that shit oh my god it's horrifying there was some yeah there were the the 90s i think i don't know who did covers worse the 90s or 2000s i'm thinking 2000s might have just some terrible, terrible wonder yeah. wonders. Yeah, I mean there was there were looking there was a music back then that just was not hitting on all cylinders. Would you consider Limp Biscuit a one hit wonder? Uh well, I knew him from Roland. Yeah, but I also knew that in my generation. But it seemed like they hit on Roland, and that was like the end of it. And then, well, there there was uh, break stuff. Yeah, yeah, but. Mm. 
They it, might they might be a one and a half hit. And their horrifyingly bad cover of Behind Blue Eyes. Yep. I'm yeah. not the biggest Who fan, but <laughs> that was just bad. I think Lip Biscuit they get a little bit too much trash on them. But I also think that Fred Durst didn't help the matters. No, he when, didn't. When he just kept fighting back. Right. Yeah. At some at some point you just It's like okay, you're you're wearing basketball shorts. Um a oversized um, tank top, your hat's on sideways, and people are calling you an idiot, and now you just want to fight them? Yeah. It's like, no, no. It's like... Yeah. Well, there was another one uh, uh, where the lately the lead singer hasn't known when to shut up. Was uh, They were a one-hit wonder, too. Uh, the band's called uh, Trapped. I've heard of them, yeah. Headstrong. Yep. Yeah, yeah, their singer's another idiot <laughs> that doesn't know when to shut up. Yeah, they, there's, a, there's a few of them like that that just don't, you know, it's like, just stop talking. Just listen, you're going to have, every band's going to have their detractors. Every band. Oh, yeah. You know, for the longest time, I was not a huge fan of Kiss. Right. You know, but uh, I'm still not the greatest fan because I just don't like Gene Simmons' attitude sometimes. Yeah, and to see him sometimes in the Anthrax stuff that I've been watching, it's it's like it's almost like he's giving his permission for them to be cool, <laughs> you know. But I, I I'm a big Kiss fan. I really am. I'm a big. I like Kiss. I'm, I do like. I, I wanted to go through all their albums that I have, and I wanted to make a Kiss mixtape of all of my favorite Kiss songs, uh-huh. so that I could you know, and that would be like my Kiss greatest hits. Right. Because most of the albums have something on it I enjoy. Yeah. The only one I can think of that... Does, actually, you know what? Even that one has something on it I like. It was Music from the Elder. Yeah, I have I don't think... I, I have the album, and I've never actually listened to it. There's a song on there called A World Without Heroes. Mm-hmm. Really good tune. Um, I'm trying... I'm hard-pressed to think of an album that has nothing on it that I like from Kiss. Yeah, I don't think, I mean, I don't think there is one. That's why I wanted to go through and just take the best of. Yeah. And even when we were at Knobles, there were a ride there called the Black Diamond. And, of course, I can't stop because. Ooh-hoo. Yep, I got I to gotta sing it up. Woohoo! Black Diamond! Yep. I, I love that song. You know? Out on the streets for a living. Yeah, I mean, there there are songs that I absolutely adore by, by, the, by, by the Kiss. Mm-hmm. Buy them, buy them, New York boys, the kiss. <laughs> yes. I mean, how can you not love, uh, like, Love Gun? Yeah. You know, it's such a great song. Calling Dr. Love. Mm-hmm. Um, looking back on it, Christine 16, maybe mm. not so much. <laughs> yeah. But Crazy, Crazy Nights. Yeah. I mean, that is an I mean, there's just some awesome stuff there. It's not, it's like, I don't consider them, like some people say like at Destroyer was like their last good album. You know? You're taking away a lot of good stuff. Yeah. Uh, well, people that say like, you know, Animal Eyes and, you know, Crazy Nights and um, I'm drawing a blank one right from that era too. Lick It Up. Lick It Up. It's like, it's Hot not, in the Shade. Yeah, it's not, Hot in the Shade gets shit on way too much. Yeah. And it's not bad. No, it's not. It's not a bad record at all. No. And it's it's like that's and that's where I kinda like I want to pull all the best kiss stuff that I like. 
This yeah. Is, it's and it's all subjective. This is stuff that I like. Yeah. There might be some people that look at that list and is like, that's a terrible song. I don't care. I like the song. Uh, yeah. I, I mean, like I would put on, like I would put I Love It Loud on there. And there are people that say that's a horrible song. How about we do this for next week? I know we don't do a lot of prep, but let's do this. Let's take every Kiss album and cull our favorite songs from the albums. One track off each album. Oh, Jesus Christ. Now you, that, that hurts. No, no, not one track off each album. Okay. Well, we have to set a parameter. Just your favorite songs off the... Let's say... Like, okay. <sighs> I don't like to say that ma- maximum three because I'll be the one to find the fourth. All right, well... And then, then we'll make it a max of three. I'm just what I'm saying is is that way we can compare. Okay, what's your favorite tracks off the first album? Okay, second album, third album, and and kind of see where, you know, do we agree on this? Do yeah. we not? And just I mean, we can. I know we don't do a lot of show prep, but I mean, I think we could we could pull a a good half a thing out of this. Yeah. Okay. I'm I'm down with that. Yeah. And the next will be devoted to Kiss. Yeah. Yay. Okay. Well, <laughs> yeah. let's do that. And you know what? Uh, we could actually make that a th- uh, running thing. We could pick an artist and... Well, well, yeah. Oh, I get you. Kiss is easy because they have about 100 albums. Yeah. You know, we could, <laughs> we could pick an artist uh, from our, you know, from our collective mm-hmm. musical taste. Yeah. And, all right, like, like, let's say, for the sake of argument, Ozzy. And pick all of our favorite songs off of each Ozzy record. Yeah. But yeah, let's do Kiss next week. Now, are we capping it or no? Nah, okay, don't cap good. it. We'll just say, okay, first album, favorite songs, and then we'll we'll see how, how much crossover we have. And this ain't going to be, nobody has to defend anything. Okay. You know, because it's totally subjective. There are songs that you might like I wasn't even considering. Right. Okay. That That's a good idea. I like that. Um... As I'm looking at our running time right now, we're an hour and 55 in. Okay. So, let's put a bow on this one. All right. What is, and this is going to be hard, what is your all-time favorite one-hit wonder song? It's not hard, actually. Okay. It's The Safety Dance by Men Without Hats. The Safety Dance. Yes. That song has so many great memories attached to it for me. Um, the video itself is like a fun romp in like a Ren Fair type thing. Yeah. The song itself um, was played at my wedding, um, you know, and it's just it's just a fun song. I absolutely love the safety dance. I don't like the ten inch or twelve inch like deluxe version, whatever it is, where they like really like you know cut and paste it. I like the regular album version. Yeah, that is that is my absolute favorite of all the one hit wonders. And more people should know about it. <laughs> and it's a, it's a at the, it is a it's a fun song. I I can't really pick a favorite, but I will give you one of my biggest guilty pleasure one hit wonders. And this is going to trip you out, and it's going to trip a lot of people out that know me. I know every word to the song. I sing along with it every time it comes it comes on. It's on my freaking, it's on like three different Spotify mixes of mine. I don't know if I want to do this. She's Like the Wind by Patrick Swayze. 
I absolutely adore that song. Yeah, there's nothing wrong with that. I absolutely love that song. <laughs> Swayze's got a really, really, really good voice. And it's just a well-constructed song. And it's just it, it's just a, a good goddamn song. I don't care what anybody says. No one's gonna no one's gonna fight you over this. We're too we're too damn old to be fighting over like you know. Yeah, I'll, I'll give you that. Yeah, I mean, besides, if we get you get another person out there to like maybe give it a listen. Yeah, because all music is on demand now. I yeah, mean, you, you can find it all anywhere. Yeah, so people give it a listen and maybe we'll decide. Hey, that's really good. Yep. So. All right. Well, we've uh, as is, as we can do with any music related topic, we've devoted two hours to this. When it comes to music, this is it's it's easy for us to dive deep yes. and head first. So next week could be another long one, just giving our thoughts on Kiss. Yep, and I hope I hope we gave you tons of headworms. Yeah, I uh, hey. There's there's playlists if you have Spotify there's playlists that people have already uh, already collated for you mm-hmm. of nothing but one hit wonders and you oh, can yeah. break it down by decade if you want to but yeah d- dude dig uh, scratch scratch just scratch the surface of the world of the one hit wonder oh yeah you'll you'll thank us later all right so next week we're gonna talk uh, we're gonna talk about Kiss all right. All right, until next time, I'm Eric. I'm Bill. Check us out later.